You are listening to Daily Devotions with Pastor Robert Marsbach. We believe that these devotions will encourage and strengthen you. So tune in, connect, and be blessed. For any more information, please visit us online at lifechurchuk.org. Welcome to Life Devotions, and thank you for joining me today. Saved to the uttermost is the title of this devotion. I mean, if the Lord would use the word saved, it ought to be sufficient for us. But no, the Lord is so willing to go to the uttermost to show you his commitment to your salvation. And and really one of my happiest thoughts are to know that my Redeemer lives, my Savior, Jesus. You know, when the angel of the Lord appeared to the shepherds, he was saying, today I am announcing to you great joy that in the city of David, David, a Savior was born unto you who will save his people from their sins. I tell you, all of heaven rejoices over one sinner who turns their hearts to Christ to find forgiveness from sins and righteousness and peace with God. That's what the scripture shows us. All of heaven rejoices. Jesus was often so moved to soften the heart of his own disciples and the religious leaders of his day to say, hey, a shepherd may have 99 sheep, but if one of them is lost, he will leave the 99 safely to go find that one sheep. And when he has found that one sheep, He has more joy over the one that he found than the 99 are secure. Why? Because he doesn't want any man to go lost, but he wants all men to come to the knowledge of the truth that there's but one God and one Savior, one mediator between God and man, the man Christ Jesus, who gave his life a ransom for many. Oh, come on, friends. You may never, ever lose sight of the joy of your salvation the hope of your calling that heaven now is your home and that you are a member of God's own family. What a great joy we have as children of God, as the church of the living God. So safe to the uttermost is a statement that comes out of Hebrews chapter 7, verse 25. Therefore, he, Jesus, is also able to save to the uttermost those who come to God through him since he always lives and makes intercession for them. His very life is the intercession for your salvation. And Hebrews 13, 8 says, Jesus, the same yesterday, today, and forever. That's why that saving grace is eternal, eternally powerful and able to save to the uttermost anyone who comes to God through Jesus Christ. Oh, what an incredible joy. Did you know, and I'm sure you do, but it's good to be reminded of these things, that God is praised at your salvation, that it brings glory, honor, and praise to God when you live in the saving grace of Jesus Christ. It says here in 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 3, Blessed, honored to be praised, glorified, be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who according to his abundant mercy has begotten us again to a living hope through the resurrection of the dead, from, through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead to an 
inheritance incorruptible, undefiled, that does not fade away, reserved in heaven for you, who are kept by the power of God unto salvation, who are kept by the power of God through faith for salvation, ready to be revealed in the last day. God is praised. It just, just gives him such joy to see you live in the saving grace that he gives you through Jesus, through faith in Jesus Christ. I tell you, it, it makes God so happy. Let me, let, me, let me take you to 1 Corinthians. Oh, I love this little part of the scripture. Chapter 4, excuse me, 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 4 through 9. I thank my God always concerning you for the grace of God that was given to you by the Lord Jesus. The Living Bible says, I cannot stop thanking God what He has now given you through Jesus. What I told you would happen to you through faith in Jesus has now happened in your lives. Oh, I love these thoughts. You were enriched in everything by the Lord Jesus in all utterance and in all knowledge even as the testimony of Christ is confirmed in you that you come short in no gift, but eagerly await for the revelation or the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ, who will also confirm you to the end that you may be blameless in the day of our Lord Jesus. And God is faithful by whom you were called into fellowship with Christ Jesus Christ our Lord. Wow. Jesus himself, his saving grace, is what is eternally powerful, eternally working in us, eternally perfecting us and preparing us for His coming, that when we see Him, what a joy, what a joy unspeakable and full of glory when we see Him, because we will be like Him. You read this in 1 Peter chapter 1 and in 1 John chapter 3. Oh, beloved, how great a love the Father has bestowed upon us that now we should be called His children. And yes, now we are His children, even though it is not yet visible what we shall be. But we know this, that when we see Him, we will be just like Him. That's verse 1 and 2 of 1 John chapter 3. Oh my goodness, when you think about the hope set before us in Christ, the joy that the Jesus will present us to the Father, holy without blame in the Father's love, all to the glory and praise of His accomplished work, which the Father has worked through Him to make us eternally acceptable and well-pleasing to the Father. Now, let me read you this. I'm going to read it to you from the Amplified. I, I mean, the King James is superb too, but I, I want to read you 1 Thessalonians, 1 Thessalonians 5, right? Verse 23 and 24. Now, you, you just meditate on this. Come on, you know, the meditating for the Jewish people is not just thinking. No, it is kind of, oh, thank you, Father, that you are faithful. You are faithful to sanctify my whole spirit, soul, and body and present me without blame before you in love. That's kind of meditating for, uh, uh, when the Bible says meditate or selah, selah means stop and meditate on this. Stop and think about what I've just shared with you. You know, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a statement that you find in the book of Psalms, the word selah. 
often it will say Selah in your King James or New King James translation, which means stop and meditate on it. Meditating means rehearse it. Rehearse it, speak it out. Hear your own, let your own ears hear what your heart is believing by what your mouth is saying. And, and listen to this, meditate on this. This is verse 23 and 24 of 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, phenomenal chapter. <laughs> May the God of peace himself sanctify you through and through, separate you from profane things, make you pure and wholly consecrated to God. And may your spirit, soul, and body be preserved sound and complete and found blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Messiah. Faithful is he who is calling you to himself and utterly trustworthy, and he will also do it. Fulfill his call by hollowing and keeping you. This scripture (laughs) through the years has helped me this scripture, oh, for the last 20 years, this, these two verses has helped me, has helped me enormously when I struggled with Robert, when the devil kept on whispering, you're not good enough for God, you're falling short of his glory, you're failing, when he kept on pointing where I was weak in human nature, instead of allowing me to see who I am in Christ, that's the nature of Satan. Please don't follow his example. Don't, don't work for the devil by always pointing out to people where they're failing and where they're weak. Come on, folks. Don't do it. Don't do it. Turn away from it. Repent of it in your heart as you say, Lord, I, I've been so complaining and I'm constantly pointing out where they're failing and I'm, I'm, I'm highlighting the very thing I don't like, Lord. I, I want to be able to see what you see in them. I want to be able to see their beautiful new nature. Second Corinthians 5.17 says, We know no one after the flesh, for anyone who's in Christ is a new creation. And you know that he says this in the most interesting way. He says in verse 14, right? That's verse 17. In verse 14, the Apostle Paul says, The love of Christ compels me to no longer live to please myself, but As it is written, if one died, we all died. Therefore, we live no longer to please ourselves, but we live for Christ. And then he shows what it means to live for Christ by not judging others after their mere human nature when we ourselves are just as human, but to recognize one another in Christ, a new creation. The Living Bible showed me something there that I, I believe that without question, even though the living is a paraphrase, but it's, it's, it's without question true in the scripture. It says it this way. Paul says, I used to not understand what it meant to be a Christian for I used to wrongly believe that Jesus was just a man like any other man. How different I think now what it means to be a Christian when Christ has come to live in my heart by his Holy Spirit. Now I realize when anyone becomes a Christian, he becomes a brand new person on the inside. And that, of course, is completely true. (laughs) And so I want to encourage you today Let that saving to the uttermost have such an enormous grip on your roots of faith that you will never doubt that he is able to save you to the uttermost. And when you're pushed and pressed by your own weak nature or by the devil's accusation or other people's misunderstandings or frustrations with you, go to the scriptures. Father, I thank you. 
you are faithful. You are faithful to consecrate me, dedicate me, separate, sanctify my whole spirit. That's what it says there in 1 Thessalonians 5.23. God who is faithful will sanctify your whole spirit, soul and body. And he who is faithful will also do it. Oh, I would just keep praying that. Father, I know you're faithful. I trust you that you will sanctify, make holy, set apart unto yourself my whole spirit, soul, and body. I'm yours, Lord. I'm yours, Lord. Father, I thank you for this. And as I kept praying that the Holy Spirit kept bearing witness in me of the truth of the word and anointing my whole spirit, soul, and body with the truth and liberating me from all the, all the muck that I used to carry along with so many feelings of unbelief and doubt and fear about myself. And I tell you, I don't ever want to go back there. No, I want to live in the peace of my Father's love that He has made me accepted in the beloved Ephesians 1 verse 7. Amen. Have a good day.